You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a fascinating week full of planetary transits. That starts off with a full buck moon in Capricorn, which will allow us to go back six months to see how we've worked on stability in our lives. We have a yod forming this week, which could help us see where we need to regain faith back in ourselves. And Mercury will be the planet making the most alignments this week, causing the need for introspection and at moments feeling as though we need a social outlet. So we've got a mixed bag of Mercury transits that can make us go inward and also have moments where we need some mingling time. We need some interaction with others. And the way this week is rolling out, the vibes on the graph are an interesting mix. From the third all the way up until the fifth, we will have psychic energy, romantic energy, emotional sensitivity, ambition, a smidge of mental energy, looks to be low-grade amounts of good luck energy. All these vibes are intersecting one another. This is a mixed bag week. We have a bunch of fun stuff going on, but we also have some harder alignments going on. We also have energy that's going to feel more extrasensory than normal. A lot of this has to do with contacts with Neptune. There's a yod that's forming with Neptune at the apex point, so our psychic abilities may be more revved up than usual with some of this energy. But also, there can be moments where we feel extra edgy. There could also be moments where we're feeling driven to get things done because when we have those harder alignments we get that ambitious energy which helps us take care of things that we probably didn't want to be bothered with because it was too complicated also there's some romantic energy in the air so there could be a flirty tone to this monday and that smidge of mental energy can get us thinking about what our next steps are regarding those things also from that period from the fifth all the way up until about the seventh we have family and friends energy as i was saying with the mixed bag vibes we we're going to be in the mood to socialize at points but we're going to need our space at points because of some of the energies. Because by the time we get to the sixth, that family and friends energy is going to intersect solitude, a big amount of psychic energy and mental energy. And so we might feel torn. We might feel conflicted. We may need some moments to be in our own heads and figure ourselves out, um, figure our stuff out, figure out why we're feeling the way we're feeling or understanding the vibes that we're picking up, especially with that psychic energy. And sometimes that psychic energy causes us to want to go within ourselves and not necessarily be bothered by other people. Also, that mental energy is spiked up around it too. So this could get us contemplating and thinking about ways to get through some of the stuff that we're going through. And that psychic energy will continue all the way throughout the rest of the week and hitting its peak on Saturday. So that could be a day where you're feeling more extrasensory than normal and feeling as though you're having dreams that are more so prophetic in nature. So yeah, this is definitely a fascinating week. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. Monday gives us that full moon in Capricorn, which I will be making a separate podcast for. But on that day, we kick off the start of a yacht pattern that's forming from the south node, Mars and Venus, with Neptune at the apex point. A yacht is a three-planet pattern that can involve other celestial objects such as the south node or the north node or even asteroids. And this pattern is in the shape of a Sosceles triangle. It's also known as the finger of God because of its karmic energy and it also also puts pressure on us to act on things that we need to take care of in our lives. So in a way, it feels like a calling from a higher source. And of course, its shape can be associated with a pressing finger. So with energy like this, we could feel called to work on old behavior and patterns that no longer support us. We can be called to work on the areas where we self-sabotage, work on areas where we sacrifice too much. This could be about resolving impulsive or turbulent behavior in our lives because we can no longer keep going like this. Also, this could be a time where if you've lost faith in yourself, it could be a period of giving you that nudge to work on regaining that faith, regaining that belief back in yourself and maybe in others, maybe in the situations, maybe when it comes down to job situations, relationships, friendships, any area where you need faith restored back in something, this could be your opportunity to work on that. So that way you're able to feel like you have someone to be hopeful about again, feel like you have something to believe in again. Some of this might feel like a spiritual awakening in some areas for certain people. So if you wanted to work on metaphysical things, this could give you that push needed to get back into mysticism, get back into some sort of spiritual practices. This could also feel like an unveiling of the truth. If we've been in denial about something, Neptune is currently in retrograde as it's getting this hit from Venus in its pre-shadow. So we might end up understanding the details of something to do with relationships and money that we might've been in denial about or something that might've been hidden from us. And this could also spark up creativity. If you've been going through some sort of artistic block, this might be a time where you're feeling as though you're inspired and you're able to get back into a flow state. We will be feeling this energy for a while. This is the first of many yods that will come. Now that the planets are distributed in a way where, you know, these aspect patterns can happen, we'll see some of these yods popping up over the summer months with different planets making different aspects and different yods to one another. From the 6th to the 8th, we have a bunch of Mercury alignments occurring. Mercury is going to make a square with Chiron, which could cause us to feel like going inward because we're not feeling like ourselves. Between that Yod and the Neptune stuff and then something like this and also a few other transits that are occurring, we really might have the urge to be introspective on that day. And introspection sometimes can be comfortable and sometimes be uncomfortable. This is the latter of that where it's a more uncomfortable thing because with this Mercury square Chiron situation, we tend to overthink. We tend to focus on things that we have no control over. We tend to dwell on the past. And with Mercury being in Cancer and Cancer having a lot to do with our past, this could ramp up that need to think about things that already occurred that we've moved past in our lives. And because of the hectic thinking pattern of this, it could be the reason why you need some space to yourself. This might be a situation where you're needing to find ways to cope. You're having to find ways to ground your mind. So that way you're not being hard on yourself and you're not glossing over the things that you thought you might have done wrong or how other people might be judging you as a result of that. 
And the thing that could really ramp up this over-criticism of ourselves is the alignment that's happening the next day. Mercury's going to make a sesquiquadrate with Saturn, which does promote excessive criticizing. Sometimes this criticizing could be with ourselves. Sometimes it could be towards others. Or it could be instances where people are giving us unnecessary feedback or critiquing us for no reason. So it could be a situation of being micromanaged or micromanaging others. Which is one of the reasons why this has an icky tone to it. I mean, it could really ramp up to need to be overly hard on other people and ourselves and also experience that same thing from others. On top of that, we could feel the need to disengage. We could feel the need to shut down because of some of the stuff we're feeling, especially if we're coming off of the Chiron stuff. This may be a day where we're feeling numb. This may be a day where it's just like, hey, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to be around anyone. Sometimes you just don't want to be around people and it may not be anything to do with them. It just could be the way you're feeling about yourself. Also, because of this, we may be messaging with people or talking to someone who seems a little bit distant and it has nothing to do with us, but has more to do about how they're feeling about themselves. And so they may be shutting down. But, you know, this is one of those things where taking someone personal around this time isn't a good idea because everyone might feel like they're in a funk around an energy like this and it may be nothing against you. So try to let things roll off your back and find the healthiest coping mechanisms for these Chiron and Saturnian themes that are going to pop up around that time. Luckily, on the 7th, Mercury's making a sextile with Uranus. And so I really hope that it mitigates some of this energy because as I was saying earlier, our need to socialize will be mixed baggy. And sometimes, like the Saturn Chiron stuff, we may not want to deal with people. And in other times with this Mercury Uranus situation, and then also the alignment we have the next day, Mercury sextile, semi-sextile Venus, we could have the urge to interact with everybody. But the cool thing with this Mercury Uranus situation is, it gives us the ability to reset our minds. So it can give us a sudden boost of clarity out of the blue. We might go from being in a funk one moment to shaking it off the next moment. And this alignment is happening later in the day. So again, hopefully it mitigates some of those energies we were feeling. But this is great for feeling like ourselves again. This is great for feeling mentally sharp. This is excellent for having stimulating conversations with others and craving mental stimulation. This is lovely for things turning around all of a sudden. So if something wasn't going as planned, it might end up happening. It might end up working out. Or it could be a day where we were expecting the worst and then everything suddenly miraculously gets better. And if we were lacking the drive and the motivation to get things done, this could give us this extra boost of energy that we need to feel alert and feel as though we can cut through the bullshit in an effective way. The next day, we have a Venus retrograde alignment. Now, what I was saying about Mercury making the semi-sextile to Venus, it's better than some of the vibes that we've had through the week when it comes down to Mercury things. This one has a fun tone to it. Also, it does have its things and it does have its things that we'll revisit during Venus retrograde. Last week, we had the semi-square version of this, which we are only getting one of those. But with this, with the semi-sextile, we will see this again in the post-shadow as we get to October as Venus is winding out of her regressive cycle. If you're not taking things too seriously under an alignment like this, it could be a lot of fun. And it could be a lot of fun because it gives us this need to be social. It gives us this need to be flirty. It just gives us this need to enjoy ourselves. But it's very much on a superficial level. So if you're looking for romance and you're getting attention from someone you're interested in, an alignment like this may not be the thing you're looking for because of the shallowness to it. In other words, this could be a day 
of getting attention, but getting attention in a way where it feels as though the person is buttering you up. And so it's one of those things where you can take it seriously or you can take it as an ego boost and just kind of let it be that. But it does have a shadowy aspect in the sense of sometimes that buttering up could be for agenda purposes. And that's the thing that you need to be aware of when it comes down to this alignment, because this will come back up if you're dealing with a situation where the person is a little bit love bomby. If it's not one of those situations and it's just someone who's casual, it is one of those things that you don't want to take seriously in the sense of you're not going to marry this person. It's just something fun and flirty and easy. And so you get the opportunity to enjoy it and take it for what it is. Another shadowy aspect of this is feeling as though we're not getting enough attention on ourselves. And so this is where it can be problematic. So for those who are getting the attention, it may be shallow attention, but attention nonetheless. In the other case, it could be a situation where, you know, someone's not either replying to you right away, or you're not getting as many likes on a photo, or just something along those lines of just getting people to pay attention to you. And it could be a day where it causes you to either lash out or feel like commanding someone to give you the attention that you're asking for. Other than that, this can be a fun alignment if we just take it for what it is. So try to be as lighthearted as possible and take over flirtation with a grain of salt. Sunday brings in a mixed bag of alignments where one of them is harsh and really rough around the edges and the other one is more gentle and calls for us to mellow out. Let's get the rough one out the way. Mars is going to make a quincunx with Pluto, which could cause issues when it comes down to our temperament. So with this being a quincunx, it reveals a lot of our blind spots. It reveals where we just lack insight within ourselves and could be a day of learning to recognize problematic issues with our temperament. Some of the ways this can show up is through reacting to something that irritates us and reacting in a disproportionate way for what the situation is, which leads to a lot of bickering, arguing, and just overall being belligerent because this one can get really nasty and so it could be screaming matches and saying inflammatory things under an alignment like this. Another way this can show up is if we've been suppressing something and we've been irritated about what someone has done to us. It can come out again very explosively in this energy, leading to more disruption and leading to more unconstructive behavior. So if there's been any grudges we've been holding, they may come out sideways on this day. And this could also call to our attention where we need to fix compulsions, where we need to fix patterns and behavioral things that we've been doing that are no longer serving us. So overall, this is a call to transform problematic behavior that's holding us back. At least on that same day, Mercury is making a trine with Neptune, which could help us mellow out in a lot of ways. It can help us mellow out mentally. It can help us mellow out through mysticism. It can help us mellow out through conversations with people. If you're feeling this energy and if it's mitigating some of that Mars-Pluto stuff, this could be a great day for having more empathy, being more understanding, being more compassionate with others and also yourself. It could be a day of channeling that anger productively through meditation, mystical things, spirituality, tarot, and other forms of metaphysical activities. If you're not doing those things, you could have the urge to enjoy some music, enjoy a good film, or get lost in a documentary since Neptune has a lot to do with those themes. Also, it could be a great day for losing yourself through creativity. So this could be anything from painting and sketching, photography, writing, poetry, playing music even. An energy like this gives us the urge to play around with all of these constructive Neptunian things. Again, this is why we were seeing psychic energy being at its highest for the weekend. Also the Yod situation with Neptune. Neptune is getting a lot of hits through this week. And this one here feels more constructive and easy to deal with and may also be a 
saving grace from that Mars Quincunx Pluto situation. So this may mitigate certain things and help us diffuse some drama that's going on and possibly de-escalate a situation before it becomes a huge blow up. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.